Hi, welcome back to Big Gay Nerds, and Blaze in the Dark specifically. Uh, last time, our intrepid band of, of scoundrels and thieves oh, and that. idiots, uh, the Resurrectionists, uh, had the stellar idea to just go in blind and loud and storm the sort of home base of a uh, nearby uh, gang of druggy demon worshippers who uh, were kind of encringing on their turf. And it went pretty well until it started not. And so they bailed and just sort of like pretended it didn't happen for a while. It um, went fine, except so at the very beginning when everything was horrible from the word go. Understandably, yeah, there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of uh, sort of belligerent, not belligerent, uh, frustrated, let's say, activity around the Clarion House in the intervening oh. few days mm. uh, to the point where uh, the uh, attack on the house itself is something that is a, a known quantity to law enforcement, even though uh, the specific mm. the, whoever is specifically responsible is not known. Um, and particularly Arden, mm. uh, while you were uh, bonding with the blue coat Dharmit on your off time, uh, agreed to uh, keep spotting you vis-a-vis keeping uh, your your friends, quote-unquote, the resurrectionists, out of trouble if you go ahead and take care of this uh, clarion house problem for him. Right. Right. Um, but there's also, like, no specific uh, deadline on it either. Mm-hmm. So even though we talked about, a bit about this before uh, recording, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and ask for formality's sake, like, what are y'all thinking you want to do next? I think that Blondie would definitely want to take care of the Clarion House because, well, it was the one he wanted to do anyway, but um, his reasoning is uh, they're even more riled up now, so having them sitting on our doorstep is like something that needs to be taken care of even more so at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right, Blondie. <laughs> well, look, look, I was just think I was just saying his thoughts. I didn't know if we were gonna be yeah. in character. You know, I wouldn't mind letting them be paranoid for a while, but yeah, we should probably. Who knows what they're gonna do? They might just. We might get like caught in the sort of just like blast radius of whatever they actually do wind up doing, even if we lay low for a bit. Um. Well, Arden is obviously still wanting to just cut her losses. Um. And and try to woo the the booty if it if it were. Uh, Jeez, <laughs> you're you're phrasing that in a really uh, uh, tone establishing mise en scene kind of way. You're a real gentlewoman, you know that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A I was imagining some 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 posh Victorian noblesse saying, "I really just want to hit the booty." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, in those guns. <laughs> no. oh, God damn it, Saturn! <laughs> oh, See, Saturn, you ruin everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm where? Okay. <laughs> and cool. yet you deal with me. And yet I'm here every single week, putting up with you. <sighs> mm-hmm. Once again, Crowell was kind of on the fence, and then those words came out of Arden's mouth, and he was just like, "No." Let's do Blondie's idea. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is definitely something she says in character now. Yes. <laughs> now it's officially imma- a thing she says. I'm just imagining Carol's mindset, set, like, the last oh? thing I want to think about in what my brain booty? is Arden getting any action, so. 
<laughs> it's just elbows. Arden getting action is just like a bunch of lanky limbs and pointy elbows. It's like the least sexy thing in the universe. God. <laughs> and yet, and yet, that is maybe the most explicit <laughs> reference to sexual intercourse we've actually had on this in entire podcast in a Ex- long time. Wait, I, well, hmm. no, that's not true because we did just we did use the words couch head at one point. Yeah, I was just so. I, I, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm not, and no, I'm never gonna let you forget that happened. Alright, so. Listen, listen, no. I, I, I'll defend Couchhead because it was. That I was bet a matter. You will. That was a matter of. <laughs> that was for rules clarification, just making sure that it counted. <laughs> All right, we we need to we need to diverge off this topic yes, before yes, this podcast starts getting please. really weird That's, instead of just mostly weird. Something wholesome like violence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, wait. I gotta say, before we started this episode, we talked for a good twenty minutes in the hopes of getting all of our shit posting out of our system, and it didn't work. So the thing is, this is an American podcast, so we're going to get away from the icky discussions of couch head and sensual elbows and get right back into good old fashioned violence. Yes. God bless um, America. Yes. So I, I guess like this is even though you're y'all are uh, doing the the same the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. I guess I should ask for clarification. Like, are you going to try a different approach? Are you going to uh, oh. do the same thing? Uh, because either way, we're going to have to go through the whole engagement process again, because you're technically doing a, a different well, job. Right. Flint has, is finally sinking in that being a criminal does not make you a good fighter. <laughs> um, you can put a gun in his hand, but he's still a chemical engineer. <laughs> you can put a gun in his hand, but it'll still blow up. <laughs> it'll just he's, explode. He's, yeah. he's still a sapper at the end of the day. He's not yeah. like an infantryman, you know? So, well, that's exactly it. It exploded because he's an explosives guy. Oh, yeah. that's true. Fair. <laughs> he made it as like a trick gun that someone tried to use and it would just explode. Oh, no, I but then he the forgot. Gun. <laughs> I used the wrong gun. This was one I would I brought, to, like, I brought leave out jo- as booby trap. I brought your gun instead. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. April Fool is me. <laughs> 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 anyway oh, okay Christ. god this episode's just a train wreck it's it is. fine um it's fine <laughs> it's it's very fine i'm just gonna take that as in character like the gang is just like oh fuck we have to go do this well <laughs> we'll just sort of like just let's, sort let's of like think about it a little harder yeah, yeah. descending let's, exploding. So, yeah let's not just go through the front door and the back door at the same time <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> um so uh Franz, uh, the idea he had, and you know what? Probably about time I actually got in character here. So, so my thinking is, we have a stakeout. Watch it from multiple angles for a while, I guess, a day, couple days, and see if anyone comes in or out. See if that when they do so, and if we can catch one of those people alone, we catch them. And then interrogates them. Since we can't exactly go in and mingle like we did uh, with our first job. Because that went so well. Well, compared to that one. Uh, <laughs> regardless, Franz, darling, um, you uh, you do attract attention just a that, bit. That is true. That is true. No. All right. Uh, so perhaps if we do this um, stakeout... 
maybe you should stay back. That's fine. Yeah, I'll just be. I'll just be. You stay here. You stay here and look pretty. No, wait. Think about it. If Mm -hmm. we have a specific place we want to interrogate them, maybe close by, so that there's not a big issue of transport, Mm -hmm. I could guard that spot. That works. A nice secluded alleyway. Sure. That's certainly um, easy to secure. All right. I'm I'm glad you like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, if y'all are going to do this, I'm actually looking at uh mm-hmm. at uh, the sort of planning for uh, the uh, like entry methods or whatever. And this actually doesn't like line up with anything. What we could do is we could do the stakeout as like sort of like a separate thing y'all do mm-hmm. before the actual planning phase, if you want. That sounds yeah. fine. Oh, sounds good. Okay, so we figure out like what plan would actually work, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess the question is, uh, the stakeout's probably like a group action, right? Unless y'all are going to be doing different things during the stakeout. Kral's rubbing his temples and looks at Arden as just like, it, it's going to have to be us to do it, that particular area, isn't it? It's going to have to be us, yes, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> now, if you try to bail again, I swear, I will remove one of your legs. Pebble, darling, this is the thing I'm very good at at my other job. Don't worry. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Flint looks a little despondent. He's like, I can help. <laughs> I'm not entirely I'm- sure. I mean, the last time we asked you, you helped, you, you blew up a gun. Um, uh, and not I can- at somebody else, at yourself. Well, yes. Um, <laughs> I can do something else. <laughs> I think you Something... would make, I think you would make an excellent good cop in the interrogation process if that yeah. makes anything. Also because you have all that wonderful alchemy. That would probably be useful. Uh da, yeah, I can um do you think that uh psychotropics would be probably oh, a bad idea? Inductive or um not helpful. Probably I mean, a you... bad idea. I will say, you know for a fact that psychotropics are already involved at some that's, stage of the equation with these I guys. Was, yeah, I was going to say it would be a it would be a good bribe to get them to <laughs> talk. Yeah, let me. Hey, kid, do you want some at, drugs? Let me look at the drugs, drugs I have access to. Um, I'll say since it's uh, not uh, in a high scenario, if your plan is to uh, like basically bribe someone with a bump. Uh, that you would be either spending money or stress to uh, have prepared it uh, in a non sort of uh, heist gear context. Yeah. There is also, um, remember trance powder? Yeah. Uh-huh. I used that during the first one. Uh-huh. Pleasant hypnotic trance. The hypnosis part sounds helpful. Yeah. Mm. You could try that if you want. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I not, think this... I'm not going to, to part any hands ahead of time about what is or isn't a good idea. So. Yeah, like if you just yeah, we can we can try something else, and then if it is just like too hard a nut to crack, we can yeah try that. That sounds good. All right. So um, I guess then me and Oats would be doing the stakeouty part, and then those two would be doing the good cop bad cop interrogation part. Maybe is what it sounds like. All right, yeah. so um, we'll start the scene. Let's say uh, Crowl, or well, let's go to crime names now. Let's say uh, Pebble and Club. 
Um, you two are, uh, you're positioned somewhere near the Claren house, I'd say. Do you think you're in, like, another building or, like, an alleyway or... Uh, yeah. There's probably another building. Could we say there's, like, um, like, since this is kind of a shithole part of town, is there, like, a, an empty building nearby with a balcony or, like, a window that we could watch from? Yeah, actually, um, because this used to be, like, kind of a nicer part of town that mm-hmm. became a shithole, like, there's actually a lot of, a lot of the buildings, even though they're all kind of cramped together, like, in the rest of the city, like, there's a lot of buildings with, like, nice balconies and, like, big, uh, bay windows and whatever. Okay. So, like, you don't have any problem, like, literally the building across the street, if you so choose, like, kind of fits the bill of just, like, being a sort of, uh, you think it was, it was some sort of, like, a high-class tenements or, uh, or sort of apartment building or whatever okay. beforehand, but now it's just sort of empty. Then yeah, we'll, we'll uh, try to set up shop there if that works. Cool. Yeah, sure. So you're going to do a stakeout. Um, <coughs> I guess we'll say if we're, we can do this as a group action if you so choose. But I guess we'd say this is going to be a survey. Survey. Survey seems like the appropriate one. Hey, yeah. um, um, Oats, what do you have in survey? One. <coughs> me. Me too. Um, All right. Yeah, me too. Well, the thing is, you can also do this as a group action. So one of you could spend stress to give the other one a bonus die, and then you could also push yourself. Okay. Basically, and end up, and one of you could end up with like three die if you so choose. Just so you both have to spend some stress to do so. Okay. Sounds how much? Good. How much stress do you have, Oats? Oh, I got none. I I, I got some <laughs> spare. Oh, cool, cool. Um, then I guess I'll roll the survey, and then you could do the assist. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, he doesn't have to roll anything for assist, so if he's going to assist you, <laughs> he just takes uh, the two stress. Um, or, well, this isn't a heist, so yeah, you have to take two stress. All right, yeah. and uh, um, I'll mark two stress for pushing myself to get another boat to get some more dice. All right, so this is going to be a survey. I'm going to say um, this is definitely standard effect because like it's just like you're you're staking out, like mm. staking out, like it works as well as staking out what you would expect to. Um, I'm inclined to say that this is risky. I was gonna say desperate, but then I I don't think it's like nah. I don't I don't think nah. you're in a particularly desperate situation. I think it's just like there's people around, right? And like you might get spotted or whatever. So let's call it risky standard. So that would be uh, two bonus dice, one from him. I believe so. Yes. Okay. That's a six. Ooh. Hey, there's six. So um. <laughs> I'll say the stakeout, like, uh, let's say it takes, like, I don't know, the course of a day or so. Okay. Like, you, you spend a good few hours there. And, like, you'll see people, like, kind of, like, meandering around the building, going in and out or whatever. But they usually, like, are either in groups or, like, quick about their movements. And there's not really an opportunity for you to get in close. Mm-hmm. But after a few, like, I won't say, like, after a real long day... I was sort of sitting, watching, kind of, like, shooting the shit and keeping an eye out. You see this guy who, like, kind of, like, just sort of stumbles out. Uh, he's got some sort of, uh, like, weirdly colored glass paraphernalia of some variety. And I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it to the imagination. Um, but he just kind of, like, stumbles outside and, like, sits in the dead-ass middle of the street and just starts lighting up. <laughs> and it's, it's like... Oh, you wow. wait to see if anyone else is coming out there to, to come with him, but he just seems to be chilling out there by his damn self. Okay. And you, you have a, the opportunity. What are you doing now? Uh, do you want to move and go get him, Oats? Do you think that's a, do you think that's a good idea? Carl does have uh, an item called a vial of slumber essence that he could use to make sure it's quiet. 
Um, like I said before, uh, if you're going to prepare, if you're going to use any of the items you normally have <clears> access to, since we're not in a heist, I'm oh. going to say it would uh, be something you'd have to take stress or spend money to have prepared. Mm. Ah, gotcha. But mm. uh, I, I don't want to just like mark it off your heist gear ahead of time. <laughs> we're still not in the heist phase. So. That's right. fair. It, it's something that's like no weight, so I don't really care either way. But um, yeah, I think I, if it's pre- a no weight item, then I would be willing to say like it costs like maybe one stress to go ahead and prepare some extra. Like okay. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty low effort uh, endeavor on your part. Sure. All right. I, either way, Kral's basically got two options. It's either uh, sway and get him to get into an alley, or just try and somehow sneak up on him and club him, and then just bring him in. Um, uh, I have, cause... I have nothing in the way of like actual uh, charming anybody. Arden is the least charming person in the universe. Yeah. So somehow, <laughs> so I, that's up to you, buddy. I don't understand why. Um, yeah, I guess. Um, I guess Kral's just going to try and try and talk them into an alley. Uh, I guess, and everybody else can gang up on it because Kral's not good at the other part. <laughs> All right. So, let me think about position and effect here, because. Are you, like, in, like, sort of disguise, or are you wearing your blue coat shit? Is what I need to know first. Ooh, Crowell would probably not go so far as to wear his blue coat. Like, he's not gonna wear his, like, uniform here. It's... Okay, so you're just sort of dressed up like a like a average kind of dude who sort of hangs around here. Yeah. Or you're sort of wearing inconspicuous clothing. Yeah, he might be wearing, uh... Or he might have, like, actually, like, allowed himself to get a little, like gross and crusty, and by that I mean he he now has a five o'clock shadow because that's as far as he can go. Uh-huh. Alright, um, so I'll say this is, uh, you, so you approach this guy to, to sort of convince him to follow you into an alley for yeah. whatever reason you, you may be convincing him to do so. Hmm. I'm going to say this is risky limited, and I think you'll see why. Oh boy. Once uh, you do your, your attempts. Sounds good. Oh no. Jeez. He's basically just going to walk up to him and ask him, like, yeah, I think he's just going to ask him if he can, like, chat him up for a second to see, like, uh, if he can ask for, like, prices for anything. Because he's, he's a, he's a guy who doesn't, doesn't have a lot in the way of, uh, doesn't have a lot in the way of money. You're you're posing as a prospective uh, buyer of substances? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. go ahead and use Sway for that. Sounds good. Oh, God, this is going to be awful. Oh, no. Um, Actually, I'm going to use some... Where the weed at? (laughs) <laughs> I can use some stress so he actually has two dice to work with, I think. Alright. Man, what's what stress are you at right now? Uh four. Getting up there real quick. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, go for well, it. Well, kidnapping is stressful sometimes, yeah. I guess. Come on now. I got limited. Come on. Just gonna Oh Ooh, there you go. That's good hey, too. there's a there's a thing. That's so a six. um you do a pretty good job. Something about uh, the Vince Price looking motherfucker with like a rowdy five o'clock shadow. Uh, you look the part. Also, <laughs> he's a you, you look like, guy. You look like someone who could conceivably have like a meth addiction or something. That's yeah. fine. Um, so yeah, you you, you uh, chat up this guy for a little bit. Try to kind of like get some information out of him, and like he seems like accommodating but there's this issue where like he's not 
saying anything coherent. And it's not like he's talking crazy. It's like he's talking and the words that come out are just kind of like syllable salad. Oh, he's he's a word salad kind of guy. He's, he's too deep in. All he's right, out of his gourd. Great. Good. You're, right. you're not you're not sure why specifically, but this dude literally like cannot present a coherent thought. Like mm. he is just like completely out of it. Got okay, it. so we shouldn't grab him then. I'm or I mean, you can if you want, but <laughs> we could and well, we yeah, but if we interrogate him, we're not going to get anything unless. Unless we just, like, keep him overnight and, like, wait for him to sober up, you know? <laughs> I mean, we have a hideout you also, right You can now. also do that if you really want to. I think, you know what? That sounds really, like, dangerous. No, it'll be fine. That sounds hilarious. Now, I will say you don't have quarters in your base, so one of you would have to take him home. <laughs> no. <laughs> Couldn't we just, like, tie him up and leave him on the floor in the base? I'm- Hmm. If you want to leave a stranger in your secret crime base, that's on <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, see. All right, that's fair. Should, we shouldn't. We shouldn't like show one of them where our base is. That's a good point. True. Yeah. Like I'm like, sure we're planning on killing them after, but like still, there's yeah. no guarantee we'll manage that. I'm glad you're so uh, nonchalant about it. We are criminals. Yeah, that's, that's true. And I mean, you, you know, do- making it to you know, killing the dude in our base is just a good way to like get the spirit wardens to show up at our front door. That's a good point too. Yeah, so. that's true. Look, I just deghosted the place. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just no. deghosted the place. <laughs> no more ghosts in base. You just you just fumigated the place. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the question is... Why not is... just bring in Barrel of Cockroaches? No. Gross. Barrel of Ghost Cockroaches. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, I hope bugs don't leave ghosts. We've buried in them constantly. <laughs> Either way, uh, Kral curls his lip and, like, he just looks around and is just like, oh, shit. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do here. Ooh, here's an idea that I can't convey to you because my character isn't next to you, but, like... Do you think you'd be able to survive trying to take his bong? Because, like, if we can figure out what the hell he's on, that might help us. Because it sounds like, it sounds like him being on some like really intense shit could like be plot relevant here. Hmm. Yeah, we'll just take it back to the lab and uh, yeah, <laughs> the lab we don't have. God, he could always take it to someone else's lab. Oh no. This is this is significantly more complicated than it needs to be. I think, mm-hmm. I think I think Krell's just going to like. We could not just dump a bucket of ice water on him and see if that sobers him up. There's also um, there's a alchemical called Alkahest, which will uh, stop the effect of any other alchemical. Which I don't know if like. Other drugs count. Uh, I would say they do. I oh, would say drugs okay. count as alchemical. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. That that sounds like that might solve all our problems. Okay. Okay. So we just got. Do we we still have we Wait, still have to you, get. You would need to bring him to yeah, but him or vice versa. But he did win that sway roll, so it sounds like he should be friendly at least. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I would say if uh. Not to guide actions, but if you were to try and sort of like like grab him by the the wrist and lead him somewhere, he would not like 
protest. Yeah. Yeah, Carl's gonna do that. He's just gonna be like, alright, let's let's um let's use up the rest of my stash then, why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he like nods excitedly. He's just like, I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Alright. Uh and Arden is just waiting like near like nearby. Just kinda like waiting on like you're leaning against a wall and just like I can't believe that word. I cannot believe <laughs> I cannot believe The power believe. of charisma. I cannot believe that actually works. <laughs> Carl just did like the equivalent of you're cool, get in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you think some cool? <laughs> God. All right, so uh, I am going to assume that the four of you sort of converge at the at the fucking horrible, wet, dusty alleyway that yeah. uh, you had agreed to uh, beat him up in. Well, on the on the bright side, I don't think we'll have to resort to violence this one time. Oh, and, and Arden, yeah. just, Arden just gestures at the guy and then goes, "Why don't you introduce yourself?" Uh, uh, see? Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, he's going to have a bad time. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to shave a little bit, because this was awful. Just <laughs> did, did you bring a razor to the alley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Flint's just got a little vial of some, like, on, like some terrible oil. <laughs> ah, okay. Hmm. He sort of uh, looks at it and like I'm seeing you have it out. Yeah. He looks I mean, at it he and sort of it sort of makes a, a vaguely confused face, but not one that's apprehensive. Just sort of like, huh? That doesn't that doesn't <laughs> look right. like the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, it's good though. If, is he supposed to drink it? Can he, can we just convince uh, him to like bottoms up? Ah. Uh, no, it tastes extremely bad. Oh. <laughs> is is uh-huh. chemical oil. I'm actually not sure what uh, happens if you put it in your body. You're not supposed to do that. So, is it a be good salve time. or like a smelling salt? Uh, he, he just sort of boggles around confusedly. Uh, you can, you can you can guess that whatever you're saying isn't really getting through. But no, uh, I think we have to get it into his body. Oh well, then just tell him it's good stuff, and I'm sure he'll drink it right down. Mm, all right. Um, my drug here. Have some of this. Is good time. Burns a little bit, but that's how you know it works. He. he he sort of like turns it over in his hands and like kind of weakly struggles with the cork on the thing and just oh. can't get it off. Oh no. Let me let me help you with that. <laughs> and then it, the the cork comes off and he sort of like smells it and like recoils a little bit and then just sort of like blankly like just chugs it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you want to think of it as a shot. <laughs> yeah, t- speaking, I, I speaking of shocks, he like recoils like he just ate an entire horseradish. <laughs> <laughs> um, because like thinking about it, it tastes bad, and then imagine the sensation of just instantly being sober. Oh. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Instantly being sober, but then also your sinuses are on fire, like you just ate an entire horseradish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he and he just kind of like makes this like really disgusted face and like rubs his eyes a bit and looks up at you and he like clearly like looks upset and starts to say something and but it's like 
he doesn't sound confused now, but it's like, what? Like, he makes a, he makes a, a noise, and he just kind of, like, pauses and, like, just keep, like, but you, uh, mm, uh, uh, and he, uh. like, he, like, keeps trying to, to, like, say stuff, and he looks, he, he, you notice he looks really distressed about his inability to say things. Oh. oh. Yeah, is I that, would imagine. That is a bad sign. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, since we've now ruled out the drug factor, I think this man is fucked up by demons. <laughs> he sort of looks up at you, Blondie, and, like, he has this look in his eyes, not of, like, it's weird because it's not even like a specific look in his eyes. It's that like they look almost empty, but he's mm. still looking at you. But it's like really uncomfortable. You feel like you're being stared at by a dead man. Mm. It is entirely possible that this man's soul might be not here. Well, um, he just drank a lot of money, so that is a shame. <laughs> mm. Well, this is at least a lot of money for me. This has gone about as well as I expected it to go. Um, well, none of he, us he sort of tur- he, he sort of turns out his pockets and kind of makes a shrugging gesture. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, that's about what I expected. At least he understands us. I think that's a good start, right? He, he sort Can of you... like slowly nods and then just sort of like See? sighs exhaustedly. See? Can you write? Can get you paper? He blinks slowly and like makes he kind of like starts gesturing with his hands a little bit and then he sort of like they sort of fall to his side he sort of shakes his head no disappointedly mm. ah. you are not having a great day are you my friend he shakes his head no a little bit faster <laughs> all right that's that's fair um can you tell um, now i'm just like spitballing here can you <laughs> tell us how many people are inside that building right now just using your fingers you know one two three four five uh, he starts counting up his fingers, and he fills one hand, and he, like, clearly shakes the other as though he's, like, trying to start counting up on the second hand, but mm-hmm. he just, like, sort of, like, can't for some reason. Alright, God bless so he, he God sort bless of, like, you, you're completely useless to us. He, he, shake, he, like, shakes the hand with all five fingers up a bit vigorously, and then just sort of shakes the, uh, the less committal hand, uh, equally vigorously. Mm. Okay, so, mm. well, between ten and five, then. Well, that's about equal to the amount we... Anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we probably we... shouldn't tell him, right? Um, anyway, yes. Yeah. He, he looks at you, like, kind of, like, alarmedly for a second, and just sort of, like, <laughs> any kind of emotion just sort of fades from his eyes, and he just sort of, like, looks kind of dejected. No, no, you're doing fine. Ugh, this is terrible. Um, well, I'm all out of ideas. This is this is more information than we had before, for certain. You are definitely getting things out of him somehow. Yes. Hmm. I was not expecting that your meeting with him would be so productive. If I'm being perfectly honest, <laughs> but could, could is is there a, is that way we could actually find out what is wrong with him? Maybe if we can get him cured, since he's honestly been a big help to us. Ah, uh, do we know any? Um, magicians? <gasps> Lisette! <laughs> Lisette! <laughs> oh boy. Stella? She'd probably kill me for bringing this one around now that I think about it. <laughs> but. Well. Uh, 
I guess I guess just to, to move things along, like what are y'all planning to do now? Um, like uh, th- this guy's this guy's clear, you've clearly gotten everything out of this guy that you can uh, really hope to in the condition that he's in at the very mm, least. Right. Well, well, I feel like he couldn't rat us out either. So. Yeah, I, I'm fine yeah, with just kind of cutting him loose. Um, the idea for the cure thing was that if we could figure out what his deal is, it might give us a better idea of what we should expect inside. Mm-hmm. But like. As I said, we we got some stuff out of him. I feel like we can use that as a basis for just getting in. True. Um So we have a we have a group that outnumbers us, which was the same as last time, but we actually have an idea going in that there is a specific number that we have to deal with. Ish. 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 Um could a study role figure him out? I don't know if any of us have good at study. Eh. Um, I've got one see. study. <coughs> the I own- think... Oh, sorry. I would say if you sought outside help, maybe. I don't think you're going to find anything out about him just sort of looking at him with your bare-ass eyes. Yeah, I figured. I yeah. think we're going to have to try another angle if we want to do any... If we want any more... Information? Um, yes. Um, and Seems likely. If not, we still have a lot more going in than we did before. So should we just send not... this? Should we just send this one on his way? Or... Yeah, I, I, he seems pretty harmless. Um, I am sorry about your buzz. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, friend. Uh, you've been mostly of assistance, sort of. Um, do not go back to that building. Yeah, I think go any of... go where anywhere else. If we had to suggest anything, yeah, I think that's the source of all your problems. If I had to take any sort of guess, <laughs> he he sort of like nods oh, in a sort of like tired affirmative. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, what did you say? We are distributing life advice. Yes, he he, mm-hmm. he sort of nods in a sort of affirmative uh, ad- to your uh, advice to not go back. Um, huh? and he draw he like he kind of like reaches over to uh there's like this like little patch of dirt next to him i think and he makes this like sort of like he starts like trying to like you think he's trying to write something Mm -hmm. um but he starts like almost like crossing out this like not crossing out but like making out this little image almost and it's like of like if you're looking at it it looks kind of like uh like some bearded guy maybe and Mm. he just sort of draws (laughs) that and like points at it and like sort of looks up at you kind of distressedly and just sort of like doesn't really have anything else to say about it. Okay, so if mm. we see a guy with a beard, he's probably the the bad one. Bad the news. Worst one. Bad news. Yeah. Mm. Bad right. news beards, I see. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, he smiles a little bit at bad news beards. <laughs> <laughs> he still has oh, a sense this, of humor. Does it, this does it guy. <laughs> this guy. All right. Just, um,. Hit the bricks, I suppose. He he doesn't move. He just sort of sits there. All right, then. I guess you can just chill out here with us while we figure out what the hell we're doing next. All right, so... The only other thing I could think is some sort of... And this is because I've just been doing a lot of Dishonored in the last two days. Some sort uh-huh. of prowl roll to actually um, get closer to the building. I mean, it could end incredibly poorly, but uh, to actually get closer to the building and see if I can 
scope things out or get an idea of how many people are in there or an idea of what's going into the building? Um, I will say, I think in the, like, several, several hours you two spent, like, okay. hiding out in the building, you would have found out basically everything you could have shy of actually beginning the heist again. Okay. Like, it's it, it's not, like, a lit building or anything. Right. Like, and there's not, is... there's not, like, any chance of finding another entrance instead of just the two we've already used, because I got a feeling he... they'll be expecting those. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know from, like, the way this neighborhood is laid out, there is probably not another entrance. Okay. Like, all the, all, even though it's a nice part of the neighborhood, like, all the buildings are stacked pretty much together. Okay. There's not, like, any alleyways or back doors or anything. Alright, then. Unless, unless some of us are absolutely batshit, and he takes a slow look at Blondie and decides to attack from the roof. I... Well, this is a fun entrance we haven't tried yet. <laughs> We're going to have to try the other two, and that's fine. Um, I guess my idea was we either infiltrate or we attack directly from one specific entrance this time around. I say infiltrate, because the last time you tried to blow in the front door, all that happened was Flint's hand almost lost a few more fingers. I would have. I never would have thought of myself as a stealthy person, but definitely seems like it's that it's stealthy operations in which I have a better time. <laughs> Alright, does that mean y'all are just like. You feel like you're ready to go, uh. The start the engagement again? I really would like more information, but I'm not sure how to get more information. Yeah, it's not really forthcoming. Well, I would say it depends what kind of information you want. Um. And I mean, you know what? I will say, uh, might not be on the best terms, but Crowell does know an information broker. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... That's oh. true. I would like to know who the bearded guy is. Like, that's my biggest concern, honestly, is the bearded guy. Um, because even, even, uh, Stoner Boy here is giving us a warning about him, and he's out of his goddamn mind. Who so... in this city has a beard? <laughs> Like the camera just sort of like hangs pointedly on uh, Flint and just sort of pulls yeah. away. Yeah, he's, he's been really grumpy about this whole evil beard thing. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Jules got that big bushy beard. That's he's, true. He's a blood dealer who wants to blow up, like, districts. You, 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 you could say within reason, you know Jules pretty well. This picture does not look anything like yeah. Jules. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Jewel has like a, a a a giant crazy man beard. This this yeah. dude has like kind of like a refined beard. Yeah. Right. Hello so, there. <laughs> so it's Crowl is what you're saying. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's it's not like it's not like a fancy hairstyle, like it's, it's a big bushy beard, but like it, you can tell it's like it's like at a oh. at a doctored length. Nah. You know? Like yeah, it's someone it's... who takes care of their beard. Mm. It's more like a it's more like a like a Sherlock Holmes villain than like a cave person. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He the, the picture like it's very crude obviously. Like it's a like a very well, simple yeah, drawing, but like it doesn't it looks like someone who's like kind of refined in a weird way. Okay. So, what I'm thinking is this is probably the like the hookup with the demons. Like whoever's like got the magical potency going on here. Right. Sounds about right. Might probably somebody more in control than like, you know, obviously guys like the guy we picked up. That's, mm -hmm. um, so he's, so I'm, he's like their little summoner dude. Yeah, so I'm yeah. thinking if we can just take 
instead of having to fight our way through everybody, if we can find a way to just get to him directly and take him out, that probably solves all the problems. Then it's just a bunch of people who are going to hopefully trickle out after their supplier has gone. We have just a terrible picture to go off of on the ground, so I think we're going to need a little bit more information, and I'm loath to say it, but the mysterious voice in my head talking about uh, uh, Salia might be right. So, <laughs> Oh boy. So, uh, it's is... important to listen to voices. So is uh, Crowell going to go pay a visit to their uh, shrewd friend, Salia, the information broker? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So let's cut to the next day. It's a, it's a bright, sunny day. It's in, Char- it's in Charter Hall. It's the neighborhood over uh, where people take care of the roads and like there's actually a police presence and things like that. It's a, it's a pretty, you know, considering... Oh, I say bright, sunny day. Uh, excuse me. It's very not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to say. But it's but you get the idea that if there were a, a sun, it would be a bright sunny day. The air is clear. <laughs> there you go. I'll say it's it, it, it. You feel like you can breathe nice in this part of town. Weirdly, considering there's no trees anymore. Hmm. But well, except for the horrible ones in the park that are like artificial creations of a madman that are poisonous to the touch. But huh. you know, you don't. You understandably don't go near those very often. Um. But speaking of that park, uh, the place you know to find Salia is, like, there's a pretty nondescript, like, small office building kind of near near that place. And it's, like, one of those kinds of office buildings where, like, it's a rental office building, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, this oh, sort yeah, of, like, communal absolutely. hallway. Yeah. But, like, there's just, there's a... Uh, a sign. There's a there's a room there on like let's say the second floor. Of this little like office building, like kind of far away in the corner, and like the the, the placard on it just says, uh, "Well, let's let's find a good surname real quick from this thing because I want to. If this person's going to be a character with a profession, I'm going to give them an actual fucking name. Uh, let's call them Salia Aron. Let's mm-hmm. say, and you find the placard for Salia Aron. How is it you approach? Uh, the situation you find yourself in. With a very deep sigh, Crowl just knocks on the door politely. Did you bring any of your great friends? <laughs> any of your awesome, super charming friends who you'd want to introduce yeah. to your super shrewd friend? We would love to get to know some of your friends, Crow. <laughs> uh, I I imagine I imagine a Crow would have invited maybe one of them, and they all had to fucking like rock paper scissors over it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like that Never idea. Let's have everybody. Nice. Uh, we can't do rock paper scissors, I guess. Uh, can do we, we want to do fortune rolls for who wants to go? <laughs> can we do like just a one d? I was joking. No, I love this plan. Let's do a one d six, and whoever rolls the highest gets uh, gets to go with Crowl and be nosy I about his ready. personal life. Oh my god! Oh yeah, please. do it. Okay. All right, I'm on it. Hey, oh, four. You guys got a pretty good score. Five. Oh, Sarah. Honestly, Arden's probably the obvious choice here, but. <laughs> You, you need oh. to actually do the slash yeah, roll with that on. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wanted to um, hear some more. Okay, voice. so so what happens in the scene is that for, like they discuss about who wants to go. So Arden and Flint are like, "All right, let's go." And like they have like a couple round about like there's like rock paper scissors shoot and there's like scissors and scissors and then paper and paper and whatever. And then after a couple rounds, uh, Arden manages to win out because uh, Flint Flint goes through the scissors, but Rock's got the, the, the Arden's got the rock because she's uh, true to her name. Is. 
Nobody being true to her crime name and going for pebble. Franz lost every time because Franz only uses rock. Um, no, the rock then, is the most powerful. I can't do a German accent. Whatever. <laughs> explain to me. Explain to me how covering something is defeating it, as opposed um, to being smashed or cut in half. And then it's and then it's uh, Arden and and uh, Franz square off, and they go rock paper scissors shoot, and Franz just hits his hands on the table accidentally. And it's like, you know what? I think this game is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an accurate representation of the one I rolled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, alright, so, uh, Crowl. And, and then it uh, just, like, hard cuts to Crowl in front of the door, and Arden just slowly leans out behind him with, like, this smile, like, you have a personal life. So, uh, I guess I should ask, uh, Crowl, you're obviously, like, <laughs> visiting her in your public persona, right? Mm-hmm. Look like Crowl Mictor. Uh, Arden, mm-hmm. are, do you look like Arden Kinkleth? Uh, no. Or are you just some 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 person? Arden's just dressed like a like a regular person, um, maybe with like, you know, a a trendy scarf or whatever to look with her face slightly covered and hoping she doesn't run into anybody she knows. God, all right. So, uh, uh, you hear this this kind of like, uh, how would I describe her voice? Let's say it's a uh, very uh, cold. I think she has a sort of a, a a sort of slate voice, if that makes any sense. Like it's mm-hmm. very flat and cold and dark. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's here. Come in, and you enter. And sitting at this desk with like a bunch of giant stacks of paper and some like weird accoutrement in the in the back on some shelves, you see like some bottles filled with strange substances and lots of really old looking books. And like the the window that uh, leads out into things, like completely has the blinds drawn. Like this yeah, entire, no, huh? Flint is so jealous, or would be if you knew. <laughs> this this entire office is like basically lit by like a single like low burning gaslight. Like it's very moody in here. Um, and this this woman, let's say, uh, how would you say Salia looks? Actually, I had a picture in mind, but I won't ask you. I think. Um... Hmm. My idea was uh, Salia looks sort of like um, oh, what's her name? Um, she looks kind of like uh, she'd lo- she'd have sort of a Kate Blanchett sort of like refined look to her. Mm. Um, if she bothered, <laughs> if she bothered to take a little bit more care of herself, but as it is, she's like she's so constantly like busy that she's like she's got kind of frizzy hair there's bags under her eyes she she is at least one or two shots in before 10 in the morning that sort of thing gotcha all right like tons of full ashtrays yeah (laughs) so so you enter you enter this smoky this smoky room because like she doesn't fucking go outside to smoke who do you think she is yeah right um but uh you enter this room that smells like your grandma's house basically <laughs> uh, if your grandma is like my grandma who smokes like oh my two packs of yes. had the worst yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. Um and you see this and you see Salia who's like you, she's pretty wiry. She's got a kind of she 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 looks like she would be beautiful except for the fact that she is incredibly tired like yeah. all the time. Like her face is just like haggard basically. Her, she's got a she's got let's say like a kind of like graying uh head of hair. It's pretty it's it's like shoulder length kind of frizzing out and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh and she looks up at you like Kralmichter. And then she looks over at your guest and is like, I see you brought Arden Kincliffe with you, too. Oh, well, I guess the disguise isn't working nearly as well as I would have hoped, but it's not like I tried that terribly hard. 
You'll, you'll, you'll have to try much harder than that in the future. I respect uh, I was going, so, I was going so to say. <laughs> what What is it that brings you here to me? Um, you know, I thought you'd be able to answer that for me, Salia. But if not, um, I'm, I'm more than willing to elaborate. Um, oh. See, we're having some issues within our neighborhood. There's some... You mean Charter Hall, or yeah. that that or Six Towers, where you seem to hang around for some reason? Oh, you're very smart. No, it is Six Towers at the moment. There's a um, there's let's shall we say a drug den that is um, getting encroaching dangerously close to um, the areas that I tend to hang out in, and there um, there appears to be some issues with a bearded man whose name I do not know, and that honestly irritates me. Um, I had no information to go on, and, you know, you're the only person I would go to if I had this sort of problem. She she sort of, like, smiles at you, coy, like, hanging out in, huh? That's what you call patrols? Are- and then she, like, her, her smile cracks even wider, but it's like, do you have, like, some kind of picture of this bearded man? I mean, there's, there's a lot of them in Duskwall. You can't expect me to know every bearded man who lives in Six Towers. I mean, I do, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, he seems to be a bit more shall we say Charter Hall looking than uh, Six Towers, if that makes sense. Um, more trimmed and well taken care of than you'd expect for somebody who lives or interacts uh, regularly within a drug den of any sort. Um, I have nothing else to go on. It's all black and white. Um, a bit. Do you have like some kind of like doodle of him or something? But um, give me a little bit more to go on. I'm you, you know me. I'm a visual learner, but still, we uh, could say we could say one of us copied down our our strange I, I, friends uh, scribble. I would say it's a simple enough drawing mm. that you could probably just reproduce it. Like, yeah, on demand. <laughs> Whichever you wants to do that. This is. All I have to go on, and, and she like she like kind of squints at it for a moment. You can and bring like, up at the uh, Clarion House. Maybe she can put something together with that. Uh, inclined to the occult, Clarion House. Hmm. I mean, she sort of squints at it. It's like he looks, he looks like kind of one of the barons. You know, the uh, the the Lord Governor family. He looks like a. Uh, like John Barrand, but he hasn't. She like sort of looks looks this like kind of confused by it. Like I don't know why he'd be hanging around down there. I mean, I know he hasn't been around much the last few years, but I, I mean, it's possible it's not him. But that's just what it looks like to me. Hmm. Is is this John Barrand character uh, involved with the occult in any um, capacity? I've. You know, well, it's it's strange. I know, uh, I know he used the barons obviously until uh, the recent kerfuffle with the sun shard and everything had a what a upstanding tra- what a had an tragedy. Upstanding repu- <laughs> uh, had, they had an upstanding reputation though until, except for John, who over the last like I don't know four or five years, there's I've I've heard stories about him disappearing for days at a time and. A whisper here or there of occult rituals or what all, but I never expected anything to actually surface of it. He's been practically gone off the face of the earth for, you know, about as long. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
would you be interested in what I'd have to offer if I delved into this and you are our hunches might be correct in that explain what you mean and she sort of like squints her eyes even more there's certainly some demons involved in that area I would say um, quite a few people who are sober definitely they, they seem to be at the very least possessed and and hmm. There's quite a lot of uh, interesting goings on over there, and we're. If we were to get a lot more information on that, would that be of any use to you? She, she, especially sort of if like... we can link it to anybody in particular. Somebody, if it, if we, if this is John, it would be certainly be exciting. But uh, if not, if I can get a name to it, uh, I, I, I would be willing to reward you for such information. Oh no, I, I actually think that. Um, I'd like to say that um, the information you've given me might be enough to go off of. Um, we, we can call it even if I can bring back more for you, if that makes any sense. You're an, awful, you're in an awfully generous mood today, Kral. I respect that. Thank you. Hmm. That being said, if John Barrand is involved with these occult rituals, did you ever hear any rumors about what exactly he was involved in? No, not unfortunately, no. Uh, around the time that started to happen is when he kind of disappeared off the scene. Mm-hmm. Fair. Well then, you've still been a great help. Mm. And I do As ho- always. And I do <laughs> hope that, um, well, that I was never here. Oh, I, I, I don't share my, my confidential client information, oh. though. If you are ever in need of any other information, Miss Kingclave, you know where to come. I do now. She sort of smiles and, and waves you two out. All right, then. I guess we'll uh, head back to, to the gang and and plan from there. Uh, I'm glad she didn't bring up anything else. I'm good. I, I'm. <laughs> oh, what? What? Any anything else? Anything? What do you mean by anything else? Hmm? Hmm? You can find that out next time you visit if you decide to. Just so, I, so, so I'm. I have permission to go ask uh, oh, your if friend. You have, uh, if you have coin, I only. Uh, get th- I only get free things because I often trade. I wonder what exactly do you trade? He just waggles his eyebrows and then just walks away. Ooh, salacious! <laughs> Saucy. Jeez. Oh boy, that's my, good. My negative contact tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> now you be nice. Your negative contact didn't try to kill you. Yeah, no, you're right. She <laughs> your negative she, contact she's, is obsessed with you. She just tried to kill people who are in proximity to you. Yeah. And you know what? Now that I think about it, she did like hand us that treasure. So I guess I guess I shouldn't. You're right. She's exactly. just she's just a lot nastier in terms of personality. <laughs> She's just incredibly dangerous. Yes, it's fine. Um, All right. She's so, so I mean... bad that I like somehow imagined her trying to kill me despite not having. <laughs> that so, is something she would do. Must you, be misremembering. You know that the uh, unfortunate denizens of uh, this drug den appear to be like boggled out of their mind for reasons that are not entirely clear to are not entirely clear to you. And you know that some figure who may or may not be, like, 
disgraced nobility is uh, up in this somehow. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's your next step? I would figure out how to get like put these two together. Like, do we keep trying to follow the John Barron lead? I think, regardless of how we do this, there's little we have to go on without um, doing the rest of the footwork ourselves. So, I think we're at a point where the only thing that we have left to do is make a move. Yes. Hmm. It's not the At most enticing plan, but it's about the only one we've got right now. I will say this. We have enough to go on that I definitely think we should try and keep as many people alive as possible this time around. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's much harder. Mm-hmm. I have to admit... Like, even though that's kind of my thing, now that I know what the situation is in there, I wouldn't be quite as enthusiastic about, you know, cutting a bunch of guys in half. (laughs) (laughs) How kind of you. (laughs) I mean, you know. This is the sort of thing where if we get enough information and just let a bunch of them go... <laughs> Blondie's Blondie's really starting to grow as a human being. Hey, low low chaos, baby? Question yeah. mark. Listen, no, again, no, listen. Still high chaos. He's he's still into fighting and killing people. He's just not really into doing that if they don't deserve it in some way. That's fair. No, that's he just fair. feels bad about it, but he still does it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If it is necessary to get the job done, he will, of course, do it. But he's not going to be, like, doing one-liners if... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, All right, so I, are, are y'all going to start the engagement? Because I reckon I we th- can at least uh, get that <coughs> out of the way uh, before we go over to the next episode. That sounds good. good. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we can so, do it. The uh, engagement rule can be our cliffhanger. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, what's your Oh, plan? no. <laughs> As, right. as we've established before, there's assault, <laughs> occult, deception, social, stealth, and transport. Uh, maybe and you stealth? Have to detail an extra thing for each. Stealth. Alright, so if you're going to do stealth, you have to decide what your entry point is going to be. Now, I know that <laughs> a crowd was specifically against oh, no. coming in from the top before, but we've established <laughs> that there are a lot of really close... Uh, other buildings, and also I feel like we only want to take care of this one guy. He's because this is a video game is going to be at the very top, <laughs> and instead of <laughs> and instead of just the rating it, I said like last time I know we said said we could Rainbow Six Siege this. Mm-hmm. Well, like repelling and grappling is also a central mechanic in that in Tom, Clancy, in Tom Clancy's handcrafted video game. This sounds like a terrible idea and also I, I kind of love have, it. You're gonna have to fight Kral the whole way through because he is terrified of heights. We've we are, also the first one. We are also, daredevils! Also, um, all of us, we've got climbing gear as a potential thing. It's two dots. Eh, and, right. and we are daredevils! Yeah. Alright. I will say, uh, while uh, roof, while direct roof access is probably questionable, every single one of those floors has fucking perfectly serviceable windows. Yeah, very shitty. Yep. All right. 
If that's the stupid thing we want to do, that's the stupid thing we want to do, I guess. Kral just, everyone else, everyone else out, outweighs, outvotes poor fucking Kral just sitting there going like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, no. You can just hang on to Blondie, it'll be fine. He's muscular <laughs> enough, he can just cart you. Don't he worry will. about it. He will drop me. He won't, mostly. Well, I mean, I'm... if you don't want to hold on to Blondie. <laughs> Control yourself. All right, so uh, we're going to engagement. I believe last time I just did a uh, a single dice, mm-hmm. but I am going to say since this base is like still higher tier than you, and also on alert that I'm going to bump that down to a zero dice, which means we're going to roll two and take the least. Oh Ooh. no! Are Are you sure, like, that the intelligence gathering we've gotten so far hasn't been enough to affect that? I mean. It's not... Is it affecting, like... It's not going to help us sneak into the building. That's true. As, yeah. as I say, the, the problem is, like, you're still basically just coming in through a window on the top floor. Yeah. You know, you're not actually, uh, like, using, like, a knowledge or something to be like, well, we can get in here without being seen, or here's, like, like patrol routes or whatever, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. So I'm inclined to call it zero dice unless anyone has uh, arguments uh, on the against of that. No. I I mean like the only other option that we had is that we have enough information that we could kind of do something with the occult, but it probably would backfire just as easily. I feel like. Yeah. Well, if you are going to do something occult, the question is, what is it that you would do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's also we that. could ghost ward the place again. I mean, like drive demons out. But I don't know. I, I might have to be in there to do that. So mm. I don't know. Also, it's pretty you... vague. I, I will say you know that your ghost ward is enough to keep loose ghosts out and destroy loose ghosts, but ghost yeah. derivatives are maybe not going to be affected by it so yeah. much. Yeah, I don't know if like demons would actually like care. Yeah, okay, so, I, th- that's why I think I I this is probably our only option at this point. Well, uh, if it would be easier to sneak in if we do go in at the levels that are more familiar to us, like would we get a bonus to going in on the first floor then? Because I, I didn't take that into account. Like through the basement um, again? If you wanted to, I would be willing to bump it back up to a one if you went through areas that you were already familiar with, because like, you know what's there. Okay. Whereas if you go in through the top floor it would just be like going into yeah. blind territory but again, like, so it depends sounds... if you want to yeah. go through the entire building or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sewers not... are still there. That could yeah. still be us, but so, also, so, we already pissed off the guys down there. They know yeah, true. that people might come up from there. We've already done it once. Yeah. So, and and also, you know, it's a matter of going through the whole building, and it might be tricky for all of us to effectively sneak in through that yeah. much. So this sounds like a real risk-reward thing. So I'm willing to take that, like, chance. I say let's do I say let's do the, the, the windows. <laughs> all right. Definitely do the more interesting one. Watch how we get two ones. Alright, we're doing top four windows then? Uh-huh. Alright, let's roll engagement. Number of dice, zero. I told oh you. Oh boy. Told you. I told uh, you. The results are, oh the results are both failures, which oh. means that uh, we're going to begin the second attempt in a desperate position. All which right. you will find out about next week. <laughs> oh boy. Great. Great. Prepare to join us. Same Big Gay Nerds time. Same Big Gay Nerds channel. Alright. It's not Big Gay Nerds if it's not a clusterfuck. It's exactly.